Well, Mr. Merle, you've certainly come to Calcutta at a great time. This is the worst famine India's had in 400 years. Yes, yes, I know. I wouldn't have believed so much misery could go on in the world. How do you stand it, Captain? Well, you have to develop a callousness. It sickens all of us when we first come over here, but we must steal ourselves or go out of our minds. Food. Food, Simon. A crust of bread, please. Out of the way, beggar. Oh, wait a minute, Captain. Can't you see? Well, the woman is starving. Here. Here's some money. You go buy yourself a meal. What side? Food. Please, food. No money. Food. You see, Merle, there's no food to be bought. But surely, Captain, someplace there must be food. The woman is dying. And so are 75 million others in this country. Look at them. Look over there. The poor devil's fighting over the swill in the garbage pails. Just so they can live a little while longer. It's unbelievable in this day and age. Well, there you see it. They die here in the streets every day. By the hundreds. Incredible. Uh, ghastly is a better word for it. And I've seen an awful lot of it, Merle, since I started working here with the civilian authorities. How would you like my job? What's that? Clearing the streets of dead bodies and burning them. Must take a strong stomach. Yes, it does. Look at that poor soul we were just talking to. Trying desperately to stay on her feet. Yes. And soon she'll sink to her knees and crawl about, begging for food for the strength to rise again. Food that never comes. Yes. And soon even the strength to crawl is gone. Then she'll drag herself to a dark corner somewhere and wait for death. And no one does anything to help? Oh, we do everything we can. But unless the fat countries send us food right away, millions more will die in the next three months. Is there, is there anything I can do, Captain? Yes. When you get back to the United States, let the people know the truth. What's that? A woman fighting with a dog, fighting for her husband's dead body. Stand back. You see, when famine strikes in India, Mr. Merle, it's the dogs that grow fat. You'd better come to my office and have a drink. Still shaking, Mr. Merle. You'd better have another drink. Thanks, I will. You know, I'm no coward, Captain. But... Oh, you needn't apologize. I see it every day. I'll have another drink, too. Ah. Well, it's five o'clock, feeding time. Feeding time? But but I thought. That's there... what I want to show you. What happens to a famine relief station out here in India, just outside. Just a minute. Stand in line and wait your turn. Stand in line, I say. Now, there you are, Merle. Over 2,000 people. And do you know what we've got to give them? What? One bag of rice. One bag of rice for 2,000 people? That's all we've been allotted. But, but you can't stop a famine with a single bag of rice. Naturally not. But that isn't our purpose right now. You see, the promise of a handful of rice attracts these poor devils from all over the province. It makes uh, our job simpler. I don't get you, Captain. Well, most of them will die anyway, but... Bringing them here simplifies our job of collecting the dead. Gee, Arch, that's a horrible story. Finnegan, this ain't no story. This is a fact. This is what's going on over there right now. If you can eat after that, you've got a cast iron stomach. But, Arch, I'm only one guy. I know, you're only one guy, but Finnegan, multiply you by millions. No, that's too horrible a thought. Uh, 
What I mean is, if everybody did his bit, we could help him. And that story I told you, that's just one country, Finnegan. The same thing is happening all over Europe and Asia. 500 million people facing death by starvation in the next three months, unless guys like us, Americans, are willing to help them. Say, say, Archie. Oh, hello, Colucci. Archie, I, uh, I want you to do me a favor. Oh, sure, Colucci. What is it? Well, this letter just come from my boy, Tony, and, well, I, I can't read it the English myself, so you read it to me, Archie, eh? Oh, sure. Kid still overseas in the army, Colucci? Oh, sure, sure. He's a station in the old country. Good old sunny Italy, huh? Well, she used to be. You, you read the letter, please. Okay, Colucci. Hey, he's a sergeant now, huh? Oh, you betcha. Smart boy, my Tony. Pretty soon he's going to be a corporal. Oh, good. Well, let us see what he has to say here. Dear Papa, I'm awful lonesome here tonight, but I wouldn't get to be back with you and Mama listening to the radio after one of Mama's swell spaghetti dinners. I see, I see. Boy, will America look good to me when I get back, especially after what I've seen over here. I guess you've been reading about it in the papers, but reading about it and living with it there's two different things. I never believed there was such poverty. Finnegan, listen to this. It's just what I've been talking about. Hundreds of people out in the field scratching and poking at the barren earth. The lucky ones finding maybe some grass or a few roots. Old women, women older than Mama, hitched to their plows just like horses. And with them, the kids planting seeds. When you look at the half-starved little bodies, you wonder if they'll still be alive when the harvest does come, or whether the earth that they're planting will soon be covering them. And then at night, you see them on their way home, hopeless and defeated, with hardly enough strength to pull their empty carts. Well, Arch, ain't they even got horses? Horses. Horses? <laughs> Long ago, the people, they eat them. Oh, go ahead, Arch. You, you, you read it, Mr. Moore. Huh? Okay, folks. And every night... When we come home from chow, we see the same things. Kids and women and old men holding out empty pots and bowls, pleading for the leftover slop from our mess kits. That's why I ain't been eating so much these days, Papa. Tell Mama that's the reason I might have looked a little thin in the last picture I sent home. I wonder if the people in America know what's going on. I wonder how they'd feel if it happened to them. Gee, I thought surely it couldn't happen here. Finnegan, they didn't think it could happen there, either. That's right, Archie. Oh, hello, Nick. I didn't see you standing there. Yeah, I've been listening. You know, Nick the Greek, don't you, Colucci? Oh, sure, sure, we uh, know. <laughs> where is your boy, Mr. Colucci? Why, he's a, he's a G.I.A. Joe. Oh. He's in Italy. Mm. That's a right near your old country. Italy. Oh, it's a shame. Italy. Where once is so much singing and the people is so happy. He's a shame. Hey, Arch, what's with these two guys? I thought the Greeks and Italians didn't like each other. What do you mean? Well, wasn't they enemies during the war? <laughs> the war is over now, Finnegan. And remember, hunger, she don't know one nationality from another. That's right. You see, Finnegan, today it ain't no longer dog eat dog. Today it's man feed man. Oh, see, it's all right. Uh, the latter, she's a Finnish, Archie? Uh, not yet, Colucci. Says, God has been good to us in America, so for his sake, we got to help these people. We have plenty of food, enough to feed the whole world if we want to. So, Papa, talk to the people we know. 
tell them to do it a little bit less themselves so that we Americans won't be found guilty of digging Europe's grave with our teeth. And tell them that unless we do help, we'll be digging our own graves because famine breeds fascism. And you know what that means. Well, Papa, it's nearly time for lights out now, so write me soon and give Mama a big kiss. Your bambino, Tony. Gracias, gracias. Well... Finnegan, does that get it through your thick skull, what's going on? Uh, yeah, Arch, but what does he mean, famine breeds fascism? Well, that means, well, well, suppose you was hungry, see? And some guy with a loud voice comes along, and he says, follow me, bud, and I'll get you all of the food you want. What would you do? Well, I'd follow him, Arch. Sure. But before he gives you this food, see, suppose he says, look, you, you got to give up a couple of little things. Not much, just the right to talk like you want to, the right to go whatever church you want to, the right to vote the way you want to, what would you do? Well, gosh, Archip, I was really hungry. Touche. That's what Tony means. That's what's going to happen again, just like it did with Hitler and Mussolini, unless we do something about it first this time. Sure, that's right. If we don't, the, the war we just finish. She's a been a fight for nothing. That's right, Calucci. And we can't waste time. These people is have to have help right away. I know. What do you mean, Nick? I also got a letter from my sister in Greece. You like to hear what she said? 